Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to this. This is Talking Life for the 8th of April 2019. I'm your LK from the SOS Rust Talk Press Network as well as the LK Audio Network. If you listen to this, you obviously listen to the audio network. We, being myself and the team at SOS Rust Talk, we cover Japanese pro wrestling, Japanese pro wrestling in its entirety, covering everything, including diving headfirst into the All Japan Champions Carnival, as well as a review up of the New Japan Pro Wrestling and Ring of Honor G1 Supercar that took place at Madison Square Garden on Saturday. Um, so go subscribe on YouTube over there. But if you're listening on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, however you're doing that, hit the follow, get the downloads going. Let's get this rocking and rolling. Um, I've finally been able to sort my software out so I can start recording these again. My audacity just kind of fucked up. Uh, but I'm looking forward to making a kind of a schedule here. You know, a talking life, uh, maybe a booking show, a raw Smackdown reviews, NXT, NXT UK 205. Looking forward to really growing this, and it's going to be interesting. It's completely different from what I do on the Japanese wrestling content, because it's a lot different. Uh, reviewing a WWE show is a lot different to reviewing a, a Japanese wrestling show, just because lots of different elements that go into a review. So looking forward to watching Raw this evening. Uh, we'll be recording a WrestleMania review when I get back from my grandparents. This is Talking Life, um, and I'm looking forward to doing this show. Um, I get to sit back, relax, and just talk about life. And I tell you what, and if and if you if you're a long time listener to me, I used to do I used to do this um, podcast uh, weekly um, back in when we used to run the Landmouth Wrestling Channel. I used to do a weekly. Used to have Carl on sometimes from Landmouth MMA, Dion as well. Sometimes who's still with still with us on this restaurant talk. And I tell you what, it, it it's a lot has changed since then. My mentality and attitude towards life as a whole has changed and sometimes you just got to go through the shit to really make you appreciate the great and i'm going to dive headfirst into to what helped me change my attitude while i'm in such a good mood the majority of my the majority of the time I'm, I'm in a really great mood and it's i'm on zero sleep like for example last night i went out to wrestlemania so i went to a sports bar down in uh, my town went out with um with one, two, three, four mates and uh, one of my mates' girlfriends. So six of us in tails, so was a good, good amount of people. And we went down to the to the sports bar. I got back about, fuck, show finished about half five. I think I got home for about 20 past six. Um, so I really didn't get much sleep. But at the end of the day, it is now two o'clock. I've been up for about two hours, believe it or not. So I'm rock, rocking on about five hours to kip, which I, it's fine. It's again the old Vincent Man the toilet. Uh, you can sleep when you die. Is is a quote that I try to live by. You know I'm trying to make a trying to make ends meet here. Um, you know working a fu- uh, fucking five day a week, ten hour, nine hour job, um, and then obviously doing the, the podcast and the, the rest and training, and then trying to get the gym in, and then socialising friends, family, and stuff like that, and then obviously talking to the females. It takes a lot of time. Uh, so I really, 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 really. When I got my week off, I got a week off in about two weeks. And you know what I'm really excited to do? And this might, might not mean a lot to, to a lot of people. I'm really excited to sit down and play a video game. I haven't had the chance to sit down and play a video game since my last week off back in early January. And I'm really excited to sit down and play. I, like, I bought fucking Red Dead Redemption, the, the new one on, on the PlayStation. And dude, I'm literally just past the snow, which is like half an hour in. I just I don't have time. I just don't have time, and I, I have a busy life, and I like keeping myself busy. I think that's why my positive mentality is because I'm not just, you know, moping and doping around and, and feeling sorry for myself or for what's happened or 
or kind of dwelling or, or pondering on, on, on or overthinking. I think that's a big one for people. And I used to be the worst for this overthinking. You know, you, you, you start by taking something so small and then you escalate in your mind and then that something might not even happen, might not even be happening, it might not even be real. And it, it definitely, definitely does happen. Um, but I've had, it was up and down week. Um, obviously, you guys know, if you, if you listen to the channel, I was seeing this um, uh, blonde lass. Lass is a, a girl. Um, and um, on Saturday during the G1 Supercard, we had a we had a little chit chat. We we mutually agreed to to not take any further and just stay as close friends. Um, but I'm look, I'm I'm not sad about that at all. She's a great great human being, um, absolutely amazing person, and definitely a friend I'm gonna have for life. And the circumstances surrounding it are the reason was feasible. You know, she didn't do anything wrong. I didn't do nothing wrong. It's just the circumstances surrounding it. You know, with her friends, my friends, and it's, it just it would make it fucking ridiculously awkward um, around and make a lot of people not unhappy but a bit awkward around us. And so I, I thought it was just the right idea. You know, still going to be mega close and talk to her all the time. And I'm I always always will. Who knows what happened in a few years though? But that's the point. Looking ahead, I'm not. That's not set in stone, you know, I might, you know, go outside today in my tank top and find someone else, you never know. Uh, but no, I'm looking forward to going to my grandparents, um, watched a film, and not on a mini epiphany, but watched a film yesterday where I went with my parents, because uh, I had Sunday, I had yesterday off, I booked Sunday and Monday off, it being Monday now. And I was I was there, uh, where I my parents, I uh, roast dinner, obviously Sunday, so rarity I get Sunday off. And so I was like to my parents, you know, can I come round? I'm not going to come round. I'm coming round. And I don't really have a choice of going round because uh, my, both my parents don't work on the weekends. They got Monday to Friday jobs. Um, but I literally, I said, I'm coming round. And they had, they cooked me roast dinner. It was absolutely fucking gorgeous. And we watched the film Click with Adam Sandler. It's fucking old films, like 2006, seven, really old film. But it was it was so eye opening to the you know family does come first, friends and family and the people you love do come first. Because in the end of the day, you know, we put all this work into everything, trying to grow a brand and, and trying to, you know, learn to wrestle and working, you know, in a managerial position. It's it's whole, it's the whole, you know, you're doing that for a reason. And it's kind of, it was kind of an eye opener, like, yeah, yeah, work is important. You know, work is your life, you know, legacy. But at the end of the day, you still need to make time for your family and loved ones. So I immediately messaged my nan and was like, look, I'm coming around tomorrow. I wasn't going to because obviously there was, didn't, I knew I wasn't going to get back and sleep. But I thought, fuck, I'll get up and I'll record this show. And yeah, I said, I'm going to be around in about an hour. Just so that gives me about half hour to do this show. I don't know how long this one's going to be. I'm just going to shoot the shit. And I'm already dressed so I can just fucking hit the road once I have done so. Um, once it's all uploaded. And... Where was I? I went off on a different tangent. Positivity mentality. That's it. Keep yourself fucking busy, man. But get yourself a hobby. Um, I think that's really important. You know, I have, I have this. I have, uh, you know, I do this. The, the, the SRS Trust Talk Presser Network, which we're really close to. We're at 920 subscribers. We're trying to get to that 1,000 subscribers. Once you get to that 1,000, I think it's so much easier to gain traction and momentum on the YouTube. So we're looking forward to doing that. Numbers are growing as well, which is really great. Got a good community going as well, and I'm more—I'm one of these people that's happy because the comment sections very interactive, and we're we're growing an audience, which is the most important thing, um, especially for me. You know, when when I'm starting wrestling full time, I'm gonna be uploading you know video, videos of my matches, going to upload to that channel. So I want to try and grow as as much as I can. Um, speaking of training, training wasn't on last week. People were sick, a bit upsetting, but hey ho, nothing you can do about it. Um, but no, um really in a good happy state of mind which again if you listen to my shows back in september october august i really was going for a rough time and i'll, I'll revisit oh i think it'll be a good idea for for me to revisit that 
explain how I felt, how I acted then, and we'll come for full circle a whole eight months down the line and, and see how I feel now and, and kind of contrast and compare and see how in that gap I turned from what I was to what I am. So I'll take you back to, when was it, July 10th. Never forget that day. So I was with a, with a, with a lass for about three years. It was serious. It was, I've, I was like, I was, I was at the time like 20, 21, yeah. 21, I was like, I found, I found, I found the one. You know, it was, I found her at 18. You know, it was my first serious relationship, minus, you know, school shit and stuff after school, which don't really count. But the first serious relationship, you know, we saw it all the time. She even lived with me at one point uh, before she moved up to uni. And when I say move up to uni, it was, fuck me, 10 minutes, not really long or far away, but obviously living at the uni halls. It's part of the uni experience, and I'm compl- I was completely off her. I stayed around there. I fucking, when you stuff my holidays, because well, obviously I get five weeks of holiday, I used to stay up there um, for, for, the, for, for the five weeks in the halls. And, uh, you know, her friends are my friends, my friends are her friends, blah, blah, blah. Really great relationship. And, and looking back, I have so many happy memories. Um, what she did to me was horrific, and I don't think I'll ever—I don't think I'll ever have a even talking relationship with her again. And I think that may be for the best for me, because obviously we're each other's first serious full-time thing. And obviously she's now off doing her thing, and I'm off doing my thing. But at the time it happened, I'll give you expe- give you the full explanation, the full detail here. So July 10th um, was there, and I remember July 9th. I will always remember this. I said this in my raw review, I think, on the, on this uh, on this uh, channel. How on July the 9th, I went round her parents because we were we we're looking after a little brother for her parents while their parents, I think, were at work and it was the school holidays. I think. I think that was it. Yeah, because little brother. And I remember we went. We walking down there. Not walking down. We're in. in we're like doing some chores for them, you know, because we thought, you know, what, you know, spend some time together, have a chat, do some of the chores, you know, just do things, you know, as a couple. And um, we, the fact I can talk about this so openly is just testament to I, I wouldn't have been able to do this fucking five six months ago. And I remember we were in the in in their in her mum's dad's bedroom. Not a dodgy story here. <laughs> and we're changing the the bedding. I remember it was it was a it wasn't a Monday. I think maybe a Friday. It's definitely was a Friday. We're changing the bedding and we we're talking about like this is a really nice place. I think you know we should decorate the the the, the flat like this when we get a flat start looking for flats and it was that was in that feeling of warmth of yeah let's do it you know I found my one I found the one I'm going to spend my life with to the point where I know you know I'm on enough money now at work where I can we can possibly go for and I'm at a place now because at the time I live with my parents I'm at my own place now share with my best mate who I go gym with or I did go wrestling training with do everything with um and I absolutely fucking love it wouldn't change for the world um digressing and where was I? Yeah, and that warm feeling of, you know, like you said, like I said, finding that one. And I thought I found the one. And then the next day, and I was a bit suspicious because she had this guy. She came as a, you know, a best friend. And, you know, he's a, he's a bit of a dick, but he's my best friend. Nothing to worry about. And me being the little English gentleman that I am, I was like, you know what? She kind of has two lives, a uni friends and her friends from, from home. So I thought, why don't, for the first time, I surprise her with a meal and mix and match. So I contacted all her friends from down here that I knew. They were all game for it. They said, oh, that's such a sweet thing to do. I'm, I'm totally game for that. Did the same for her uni friends. Well, I was a little crafty Englishman. I thought, if I invite this guy, 
I have an escape route where if they are just friends, it's not a problem. And again, I wasn't suspicious, like, oh my god, they're definitely doing something. But I was like, you know, something could be going on here. They're talking an awful lot. You know, it's, you know, it is what it is. And so I was like, okay, cool. I'll invite him as well. That way, if nothing's going on and they are just best friends, because it's possible for a guy to go be best friends. I've got loads of girl best friends. Um, I find them easy to open up to. Don't know why. Um, and um, what was I? Yeah, so I remember I was like, look, if I send him, if I send him this, because I didn't have him on Facebook or anything, I sent him an Instagram DM, and I sent him this Instagram DM, I was like, hey dude, I'm planning this massive surprise thing for such and such, um, do you want to come down, I think it'd be really cool, uh, get all our friends together, and then I remember that he messaged back, it was about 3am in the morning, I just remember filming a, uh, a podcast at the time, I can't remember which one, and I remember I, I laid down in bed and my phone went off. And I was like, what? Uh, my phone went off, it buzzed. I was like, dude, what's this, what's this guy doing up at 3am? And it was like, who are you? I'm like, oh no. Oh no. And I remember and he was he was such a piece of shit. Um, he was so rude. He called me like a wet wipe. He was like, oh, we're in love. I'm like, you're not in love. You two aren't in love. Uh, whatever so i messaged her and she was up at this time and she was just like i don't want to talk about this now mate. Like, we'll talk about this now like come on what the fuck i can't sleep not knowing what's going on here and she just said like i don't we're not in love but i do have feelings for him and i'm like whoa what, what, what? <laughs> like what's mental is she, she did really well at you like this is the type of guy that i was to her when literally so you finish your uni in what june and I remember I said when she part she like did really well in her, her coursework and like I helped her out for it but she did really well to be fair to her and she put in a lot of work and effort and I respect it so I bought her a brand new PlayStation because she was up at uni with the TV it wasn't a smart TV so she couldn't have Netflix on the TV she couldn't have YouTube on the TV so she stuck with pretty much just her phone so I was like you know what I'm gonna buy her a PlayStation 4 brand new and she'll be able to watch Netflix YouTube Amazon, she can connect her Spotify up to it. I was like, let's fucking do it. You know, it'll be a really sweet thing to do. So I got a brand new PlayStation, 200 plus pounds worth of a PlayStation. I took her to London. We had a really nice time in London. That's what she had. So it's not like it was a, you know, oh, he, he treated me badly. Like, no, not at all. And she'll even admit if, if you fucking, if she, she ain't ever come on the show, but if she ever did, you know, say fucking, she, fucking miracle started fucking happening and pigs started flying and we ended up talking again, then. You know, she'll even admit it, but and it was just, it was so, uh, I just remember that feeling of the stomach sinking to the point where you feel kind of sick at the top of your throat, and it was, it was a, it was a dark time for me, it really, really, really was a dark, dark time, and I remember being so upset, and I remember the first, like, few days, I was kind of just, it didn't kind of sink in, I wasn't getting emotional, I was, getting, I was kind of really angry, you know, well, how could she do this to me after everything we've been through, everything I've done for her? And I was, I was really angry. And then, and then it's, and then the anger turned to, to pain and, and emotion and, and missing. And I, I'm not gonna lie, I do have, you know, I'd say on a 24-hour day, I will have 10 to 15 minutes of those days where I do think about her. I, I do, you know, wish that when I woke up in the morning, I'd be able to, you know, turn on my bed and give her a cuddle. Like there, 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 there is sometimes I, I do think that. And, it's normal to think that's not that. It hasn't even been a year removed from it. It's only we're only in April now. So it hasn't even been a year. And we did, again, the story does continue. Um, so it's a bit more fresh than than what I'm making out to be. 
and it was just like I was so low that only I think the only happy time I remember being truly happy was in my mind in August during the G- New Japan G1 Climax final- finals. It was Kenny. It was the Kobushi versus Hiroshi Tanashi, and, the, and and I completely forgot about her for the first time in about f- for 45 minutes. It was all I could think about. It was on my mind all the time, and it, it hurt me. It made me angry. I felt bitter. I was angry. Why would she do this to me? Why? Why? It makes no sense. And it was aggravating me. It was upsetting me. And I would cry. I would cry. I, I, I openly say I saw a therapist. Um, I thought, something's wrong with me here. I can't. It's not possible to be this upset. And I went there for a few months. And it, it was such a low point in my life that, you know, if it wasn't for the wrestling and, and my family and my friends, I don't know what I'd do. And that's a, that's a serious shoot because I, I was kind of waking up to go to bed again and then go to bed again just to, just to wake up. And it was, it was such a difficult time. Of course, the doorbell. One second, the doorbell just went. And it was honestly, sorry about that, the doorbell knocked. Where was I? Jeez, I had fucking asked me all the bookcases. I didn't think the postman would come at half past two in the afternoon. Ooh, that was a big fucking parcel. Whole bookshelf. Anyway, digressing. Sorry about that. Where was I? Um, low point. Really low point. Um, yeah, let me continue with the story. Let me stop and get a drink quick. Holy fuck. That was, I quickly ran up because I thought I didn't hit the pause button, but thankfully I hit the pause button. Wow, that was a heavy, heavy bookcase, man. That was heavy. It was in like a it was in a car, massive cardboard, and the, it was a horrible cut in the cardboard that kind of hurts when you hold on to it. And it's like I go gym quite a bit, so I got the what they call you know, the little lumps in your in the palm of your hand thing. And it was like last night I was really tired during me, and I just started like picking them, and they like really really hurt. And it was like holding really against it, brutal. <laughs> Jeez, let's get back into it. <laughs> so apologies about that. Let's get back down to it. Let's get back down to it. So, where was I? So, <laughs> yeah, it was dark time. Again, don't know what I'd be about my family friends at that point, the therapist. And then it was the point where it was a few months, and I think it was it would have been about October. And I wasn't blocked on anything um, by her. Um, so I could still see, you know, the, the relationship status and, and me being so depressed, so wanting her back. I would check it like as a religion. And I remember one time I went on there, I went a few days without checking it because I was, I was, whether it was work or so I, I went a few days without checking it. And then one time I clicked on it and it didn't have the dude's name in her bio and in the relationship status. I was like, okay. You know what? And I, I always stand by this and put my hand to my heart and live by this. Sometimes you need to put your hands down your trousers, grab your testicles, and just fucking do it. So I fucking messaged her. I was like, I, I, I messaged saying that, that I'm going to this event in where she is, and I, it was where she worked. And I was, this is a shoot. Was going there anyway. I said, look, I'm going to this place where she works. You know, it was a nightclub. I was like, look, it don't. Are you going to be there? Because I don't want any like awkwardness. I just want to go and enjoy my night out with my mates. And I remember she saying, um, "I'm yeah, I'm I'm not working, but how are you?" And we just started talking in October, and 
became close again. Um, you know, on the Snapchat, you have the emojis on the right hand side. We have the smiley faces, and then you have the love hearts. Love heart is only one person can have that, and it means that you both talk to each other more than everyone else. And we had that, um, and it was I'd tell her everything. We had hour hour long phone calls, and then she got she got a new boyfriend, and I'll never forget it. Um, she, I, would, I just sent her a message saying how, how good she looked in the photo. Because it was a really good photo. She looked really fucking good, to be fair. So I sent her, sent her a message saying, look, you look really, really nice in your photo. And I didn't get a reply for like two hours. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> so um, then he messaged me. Um, it was, hey, who is this? This is such and such, her new boyfriend. Who, by the way, she is still with to this day. Um, and that was October. So she's been, and she's still with this guy to this day, from what I can tell. Um a lot of my like and I'm, I'm not a horrible person here but and i'm not an arrogant guy at all but she really doubt like every one of my friends everyone my mom my fucking family all my friends even people who i don't particularly like when they've seen pictures of them two together saying like she's downgrade and this is this is why i think it is and i think this is why it's important for you guys and girls who are listening who i'm not saying you're gonna be cheats but if you think about cheating she went from me and she went to a guy who's not very attractive at all and the reason being is because she's cheated she thinks that no one will want to be with her well it's true she cheated it's how it is so don't cheat it really it, it fucks the other person up so much and it fucks you up because in the future people may not date you because you've cheated like if a girl says to me they've cheated I'm not dating them. It's as simple as that. It doesn't take a lot to not cheat. It's not difficult to be loyal. It's not difficult not to be a sack of shit. It really isn't, you know. And we so he said, "Look, who are you?" And I and she it was it was on a phone call, and it was literally like three a.m. I just finished podcast. Everything's podcast, isn't it? Um, I just finished in the podcast, and he literally he phoned me from from her phone. It's obviously I'm going to answer it. And, and he was there like, who were who you? I'm like, whoa, chill out, calm down, mate. And then she took the phone from him and then they started arguing and she didn't hang up at the phone. And then I heard her say, he is my best mate. That really hurt. But at the same time, it is what it was. I, I wasn't, you know, I'm not exactly going to be in a relationship with her if she's in a relationship with someone else. And I remember, okay, cool. Uh, but I'm assu- I, I assumed... You know, being a normal human being, that she then hung up and uh, that she would have, you know, sat him down and said, "Look, he is my ex, but I'm going to be friends with him. You know, blah blah blah. I want to make sure he's okay. Blah blah blah. You know, it was my first serious relationship for so many years. Blah blah." But she didn't do that, and I didn't know. So I'm going to take you back now. So me and her were talking like still hour-long's phone calls, like really close. I take you to December the 31st. I went out for New Year's Eve, and we went to this club in town it was about 10 plus of us and we went not her obviously and it was the place where a few years back she kissed a guy at a club which should have been an eye-opener which should have been like okay she's a cheat because she's already done it and i refused to go to that club again but i thought you know what i'm getting some closure by having her as excuse me having her as a friend i'm gonna do it it's a really good nightclub i'm gonna do it it's new year's eve i thought fuck it new year's resolution is to be happy and i'm gonna do it and I fucking did it. And I went and I sent her a message saying, hey, look, remember how I'd never refused to go to that club? I'm here now. This is the closure that, you know, I need and I got. 
thank you and I, I like being able to talk to you at any time you know even though inside I'm an emotional wreck you know I'm saying this stuff but inside I'm hurting I still want her at this time in December so I'm still really hurting but I'm putting up this strong brave front to her to make it look like I'm strong and you know come you know I'm a strong guy come back blah blah, blah. I'm not dope moping and doping around about you and I remember he, he got a reply what do you mean and I said a reply from her what do you mean I put well do you remember that time you you kissed the guy and cheated on me blah 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 and then the guy the guy was like what you weren't together and now this guy's getting asked He's saying, I don't believe you, it's a load of shit, blah, 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 blah. He's getting really, really aggressive. And I tell you what, I was drunk at this time, and I don't I don't condone what I did. I don't condone what I did in any way, shape, or form. But he was getting really arsy with me, really aggressive. It was five in the morning, I was steaming off my face, no excuse. I didn't hear him or anything. It was all by phone, all by phone, uh, Snapchat message. And I was like, look, dude, can you just chill? I didn't tell you that she is my best friend and not my ex. I didn't tell you that she's the one who lied to you saying that. I didn't know she didn't tell you that. She, I never knew that she didn't say that she was her, her ex. I was her ex. I've assumed, thinking that a normal human being who doesn't lie and has some fucking integrity and pride and dignity would say, hey dude, that's my ex. The girls that, when I spoke to women in that time, I said, look, this is my ex. I'm talking to her. She's my friend, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's just the right thing to do. And he's having to go at me, oh, why didn't you tell me? I'm like, dude, I didn't know you didn't know I was her ex. He's like, oh, yeah, you should have told me. I'm like, it's not like I'm fucking, fucking her, is it? It, it was, it was, oh, it drove me mad. The guy's a fucking imbecile. I, I don't mean this in a horrible way. I guarantee you with how easy she was able to persuade him that it was all my fault. There is no way she hasn't cheated on this guy. I'll, I would bet you thousands and thousands and thousands of my money on that she has cheated on this guy. There is no... Because he was so... Because, again, it's probably his first girlfriend. She she is stunning. I thought I was punching. Like, she is fucking gorgeous. But just a compulsive... Like, I remember her dad told me at, towards the end, was like, just be careful for her. She's a, becoming a bit of a compulsive liar. And and I found out even afterwards she's still lying. She hasn't changed. And it was just like, what? Why the why the fuck? And it's like, so she went from me and up until for three years up till July of last year. Then she went with the other guy until October, and now she's still with this guy. But in that time, she's like, I'm not like the thing is, looks wise, I, th I was pretty fair with the the guy. I was like, okay, he's a, not a bad looking guy. Seems like a nice dude. In in he may be a douchebag, but. So a majority of men in 2019 that are uh, 21, um, no, and that's not that's not a dig on everyone. Uh, just there's quite a few of them that are douchebags. Not all of them. I know lo like loads of my friends are just proper boys, lads. Uh, Patrick's Patrick's of my age. He's a great dude as well. Um, like there's not they're not all scum, but there is a lot of them out there. And he was like a proper road man. Um, and <laughs> and to go to this guy, like oh dear. Like people show me pictures laughing when he up that she uploads pictures of them together because I'm blocked. He remember he was talking to me on her phone. I'm blocked on fucking Instagram. I'm blocked on Snapchat, phone number, everything. But you know what the funny thing is? He didn't take me off Snapchat. You want to know why? Snap maps. I keep my snap maps on. I'm I'm not I'm like I want my friends to know that what that I'm like. 
because if it doesn't say you've been active for a long time and I'm in a strange place, then they know something's up. So I don't have my own safety. And then if I'm at work and I don't reply, everyone can look at my snap and go, okay, cool, he's at work. He has a can't reply for that reason. Okay. So I'm now like, what the fuck is going on here? And it, 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 it's, it's, it's I, th- I think this is what's going to happen. I think that they're going to be together for a long, long time. And she's just about to walk over him because she literally... We, me and her met up for a meal, and I didn't realize that he didn't know she was my ex. I said, like, I was her ex. And she didn't tell him. Like, just imagine how what other stuff she hasn't told him. I feel sorry for the dude, like, on a serious note. And, you know, and I'm at the point now where that's she's no longer a me problem. I'm blocked on everything. I haven't had a conversation with her for about four months. And being blocked is be Obviously, I didn't do the blocking, but she did the blocking. Well, he did the blocking. Being blocked was the best thing to ever happen. Okay, January the first, I had a bit of a cry. I was like, "Cool, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not, I didn't get to say goodbye." I, I still, to this day, would like to say goodbye. Um, that's that's it. I just, but even if I never get to say goodbye, I don't really care. You know, I like if like I, I don't. It's eh, it happened. It's uh, I learned from it. I learned that you can't trust what everyone says. You know, you need to, sometimes, you need to, can't let love get in the way of honesty. What I mean by that is, I was so madly in love with her, I couldn't see it for firsthand what was going on in front of me. And I think that was my downfall. Um, I think it, it was a testament to how much I did love her, but at the same time, it wasn't good for my mental health, and I was proper down. But then literally what changed, I started wrestling training. And I started going to the gym. I started deleting my friends that were really negative and just really down and negative and de- moody and angry and ag- agitated. I, I just distanced myself from them. I still talk to them. But when they start ranting and raving, I move on. I move away. Surrounding you, I've, got, I've surrounded myself with the best people I've ever known in my life. I could call literally right now three people that would pick up no matter what they're doing three of my closest friends i could pick they would pick up no matter what they're doing and and they would let me open up and they wouldn't tell anyone they'd keep it to themselves they'd they'd message me i hope you're doing okay buddy like in january my friendship circle grew and it just grew with positive happy people like it's it's that all want you to succeed that that all you know how was training all you know stuff like that and it's absolutely brilliant. I'm so happy. I'm, I'm feeling physically amazing. I've never been in this good. Sh- I'm not ripped, but I'm, I'm in the best shape of my life. And I'm feeling it. I'm feeling that I know in a few months I'm going to be I'm going to be in the, the, the body I want. And I'm working hard on it. I'm dieting right. You know, I'm eating healthy, which is, again, affecting my mood, affecting my energy. I don't need as much sleep. I'm drinking properly, drinking a lot of water, drinking a lot of, you know, I went used to drink so much Monster Energy. I'm now on the white Monster, which I only have every so often, which is the zero sugar, zero calorie one. I, I'm changing everything about my life. And I'm at the point where I don't miss. Like, like I said, I have 10 to 15 minutes a day where I do miss the, the ex. But I don't, my life doesn't revolve around her anymore. Whereas from October to December and from July to July to August, I was depressed and just ridiculous. August, October, sorry, to December, it was I miss her. I want her back. Now, January to April 8th. Yeah. 
just just it's uh, I don't have time to to be down in the dumps. I've got too much shit to do. And I know I'm going to find someone else. Like all, all every everyone, all, everyone always says it. You know, don't don't if you do get fucked over, there's always someone else. Always. I know I'm waiting. Like the last I, I was talking to, I thought like I was being a bit deluded by thinking that we would be able to, you know, sustain a serious relationship just because of friendships. It wouldn't like so many people I know have who liked like her liked her, and vice versa. It wouldn't. It would just make it extremely awkward and ruin so many friendships. So we're just being close and, and being best friends, which is fine by me because I just really like her as a human being. I, I could trust her and the stuff we've opened up to about each other. I haven't opened up to many people, so I'm, I'm glad I've still got her in my life. See, that's that's the actually. I'm not. That's the thing. I'm not I, like if that was me last year, I would have cried and cried and cried and widowed and not widowed, whittled and whined and complained how how this is unfair. This is bullshit. This isn't fair. Two two thousand nineteen. It's cool. I'm looking at the positives. Try and find the positives in everything. That is control, the controllable. Only, you, you can only control what you have. You can't control another person. I couldn't control that she cheated on me. But what I could control was being the best boyfriend I could have been, which I was. So I could put my ha- head, ha- hang my head up high knowing that I did my best. That was her end that fucked up, not mine. I was one got screwed over. I got fucked up. I'm moving on to better and bigger things. Hopefully not bigger. Don't I'm joking. <laughs> oh, that was that's bad joke. <laughs> I apologize. But no. It was it was it was a good experience for me. Um, it was a terrible experience, but I've I've just <laughs> sometimes you know what's really fucking just the nicest feeling in the world. Just sometimes I just take a moment to just stop. Stand still, breathe in, and appreciate just how great my life has become since August, July, October, November, December. No paranoia, no anxiety, no just severe depression, none of it. I'm happy, I'm, I'm looking forward, I want the day never to end. I want the day to never end because I don't want the day to end. I want to wake up as soon as I can because I want to get on with it. I've got so much to do. And it's all the stuff I love. I love recording this podcast. This has been 35 minutes of pure enjoyment for me. I I love, love, love doing this. It's addictive. It's just amazing. And I wouldn't change it for the world. Honestly, it's amazing. And there's... It's, you know, I'm doing the Japanese wrestling review, training wrestling as well. My friendship groups, you know, I'm going to Bulgaria in a week in a, for a week in June. So much good shit going on in my life, and I fucking love it. I, I love it. I absolutely love it. I'm surrounded by positive people. I'm living with my bestest mate in the world. It's, I couldn't ask for anything more. I honest, Honestly, I couldn't, I couldn't ask for anything more. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Um... I never thought I'd be at the point where I'd be like this, ever. I thought, you know, that's it, I'm done. You can change that. All it took was to just block out the negativity. I blocked her. Well, I got blocked. But I can't talk to her. I can't talk to him. Well, he, I deleted him off Snapchat, and I'm assuming he's done the same. Literally a couple of weeks back, I deleted him because he, he posted a picture of her, and I was like, what the fuck, I don't want to see this. I'm trying to work out. I don't need to be angry to over the top. I end up hurting myself. Um... 
but no it's just it's all about controlling what realizing and becoming aware that you can only control the controllable you can only control what you can control you can't control other people but you can control what you do what you contribute to your friendships what you contribute to your relationships with your family with your girlfriend with your boyfriend whoever it is you are in control of that that is what you're in control of so control it own it be proud be the best you you can be each and every day of the week every hour you can literally with this internet you can do whatever you want i'm trying to grow my brand here and i'm busting my rear end watching a lot of wrestling whilst going to gym whilst training whilst working whilst friends girls family you you have time do shit you know I'm, i'm not saying that everyone should create a podcast i'm not saying everyone should go wrestling channel i'm not saying everyone should go gym but you have time to do shit so do it do what you love if you have a hobby and a passion find something that in that field that you can do it in it because you can anyone can it's 2019 anyone can so with that in mind on this positive show hopefully you learned a lot about me i'll be back next week with another edition of talking life I'll be back also later on with a wrestlemania review i want to thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for watching this show Thank you for listening. Stay safe, stay well. This has been LK, and I'll be catching your asses down the line.